Section 1 of the Curtis Aviation Book by Glenn Curtis and Augustus Post. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Curtis Aviation Book by Glenn Curtis and Augustus Post with chapters by Captain Paul Beck, U.S. Army, Lieutenant Theodore Ellison, U.S. Navy, and Hugh Robinson. 1912. To Miss Mabel G. Bell, who made possible the Aerial Experiment Association, this book is dedicated by the authors. Part 1. Boyhood and Early Experiments of Glenn H. Curtis. By Augustus Post. Chapter One, The Coming Airmen, an Introductory Chapter. The time has come when the world is going to need a new type of men, almost a new race. These are the flying men. The great dream of centuries has come true, and man now has the key to the sky. Every great invention which affects the habits and customs of a people brings about changes in the people themselves. How great, then, must be the changes to be brought about by the flying machine, and how strangely new the type of man that it carries up into a new world, under absolutely new conditions. Each year there will be more need of flying men, so that in telling this story of a pioneer American aviator, his struggles, failures, and successes, it has been the desire to keep in mind not only the scientific elders who are interested in angles of incidence, automatic stability, and the like, but also the boys and girls, the air pilots of the future. It is hoped that there will be in these introductory chapters, for whose writing, be it understood, Mr. Curtis is not responsible, a plain, unvarnished story of an American boy who worked his way upward from the making of bicycles to the making of history, an inspiration for future flights, whether in imagination or aeroplanes, and that even the youngest reader will gain courage to meet the obstacles and overcome the difficulties which Glenn H. Curtis met and overcame in his progress to fame. Here is a man who is a speed marvel, who has beat the world at it, first on land riding a motorcycle, next in a flying machine, and finally in a machine that was both water and aircraft, which sped over the surface of the sea faster than man had ever traveled on that element, and which rose into the air and came back to land with the speed of the fastest express train. A man who traveled at the rate of 137 miles an hour on land, 58 miles an hour on the water, and who won the first international speed championship in the air. More than that, they may see what sort of boy came to be the speed champion, and to know some of the traits that go to make the successful airmen, for it is said of the great aviators, as of the great poets, that they are born flying men, and not developed. The successful flying man and maker of flying machines, such as Glenn H. Curtis has shown himself to be, realizes how dangerous is failure, and builds slowly. He builds, too, on his experience, gained from day to day, having infinite patience and dogged perseverance. 
and yet a great aviator must be possessed of such marvellous quickness of thought that he can think faster than the forces of nature can act and he must act as fast as he thinks he must be so completely in harmony with nature and her moods that he can tell just when is the right time to attempt a dangerous experiment and so thoroughly in control of himself that he can refuse to make the experiment when he knows it should not be made even though urged by all those around him to go ahead he must feel that nothing is impossible and yet he must not attempt anything until he is sure that he is ready and every element of danger has been eliminated so far as lies in human power he must realize that he cannot change the forces of nature but that he can make them do his work when he understands them some of these qualities must be bred in the man but the life story of glenn h curtis shows how far energy courage and tireless perseverance will go toward bringing them out it is from among the country boys that the best aviators will be found to meet the demands of the coming flying age they have been getting ready for it for a long time long before the days of darius green does any one now read phaeton rogers that story of the inventive boy back in the eighties and recall the wind wagon which was one of his many inventions there were many like him then and there are more like him now always tinkering at something trying to make it go and go fast and there are many of these who are building up perhaps without knowing it the strong body the steady brain courage perseverance and the power of quick decision the character of the successful airmen of the future the history of aviation is very brief expressed in years in effort it covers centuries first come the inventors a calm cautious type of men holding their ideas so well in trust that they will not risk their lives for mere display and the applause of the crowd then the exploiters eager for money and fame men who developed the possibilities of the machines always asking more and getting more in the way of achievement with each new model built though covering a period of less than half a score of years aviation already has its second generation of flyers pupils trained by the pioneers young and ambitious eager to explore the new element that has been made possible by their mentors from the country districts where blood is red the brain steady and the heart strong will come many an explorer of the regions of the air just as the city boy in developing the wireless telegraph strings his antennae on housetops and the roofs of the great skyscrapers so will the country boy develop his glider or his aeroplane in the pasture lands and on the steep hillsides of his own particular territory and we shall have a race of flying men to carry on the development of the flying machine until it shall reach that long dreamed of and fought for perfection. End of section one. Recording by Maria Casper.